Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ida Rodriguez, and welcome to a special edition of Truth Serum, Truth Serum where we're going to talk about uh, yesterday's debacle. You guys called it a debate. We called it a debacle. And I just wanted to um, just chime in, as is, as is everyone else who has something to say about what happened yesterday when Donald Trump and Joe Biden faced off for the first presidential uh, debate um, the first of three. And if that was any indication of where we are headed, whew, brace yourself, put on a raincoat because there will be bullshit flying from all directions. Um, I wanted to just briefly uh, just get into it because I think that it is so important that we have these conversations and unpack some of this stuff because there are people who walked away from watching that debate confused. I was one of them. Um, let me tell you, I uh, posted a, um, a meme on my Instagram page and people exploded in the comment section. So much, pe so many people talking about so many different things because we are in the midst of a, um, I don't know what the word is, what's bigger than pandemic? Whatever is bigger than pandemic, that's what we're in right now. So we had talked, uh, we were talking about um, Donald Trump and Joe Biden having a conversation about the state of America and what they are going to do should they be in office come November 3rd. And I guarantee, I don't know if you feel this way, they don't ever answer the questions. People don't ever answer the questions. Now, many people came and attacked me because they thought that for some reason, because I can hold Donald Trump accountable, that I automatically become a Joe Biden um, flunky. So let me just say this. You cannot properly, properly support any of these candidates like a real constituent can unless you are willing to hold them accountable. You cannot tell me that you like Donald Trump and don't believe that he is uh, flawed. That's that that is not does not mean that you're a supporter of Donald Trump. That means that you are a fanatic. And if you are a fanatic, you have no place in a political conversation because you really don't care about the country. You just care about your guy winning. He might as well be a celebrity like he used to be and stay that way because you don't you are willing to sacrifice the country and not hold the politicians the president of the United States mind you he is the current president of the United States accountable and if we can't talk about the flaws we cannot talk about the problems that he has brought forth in this country the division that he has fed you guys want to blame Obama. Most of the people that I find that blame Obama for the racial uh, issues that are happening in this country are racist because Obama, all Obama did was shine a light on it by merely existing by being the president or the leader of the free world. Now, um, a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Joe Biden called Donald Trump a clown and he told Donald Trump to shut up. Do we have a clip of that arena? So let's just watch it again. If you didn't see it.
not going to need that. Because the question is, listen, who is on your list, Gil? This Who's is on your so list? right, gentlemen. Is, I think this we've is ended so this. unprecedented. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? So here. The people understand, Joe. So Taryn Harris said Trump didn't make the crime bill. Correct. But if Trump would have behaved like he had a bit of any goddamn sense, that would have been a great point for him to bring up at that debate instead of bringing up and continuously spitting out lies and not addressing the matter at hand. Not only was he interrupting his opponent, he was also interrupting the moderator, driving the conversation away from the point and not being accountable and answering the questions that were being asked. So nobody here is endorsing Joe Biden. And that is the mentality that we cannot continue to feed. That if you are supporting or holding, if, you, if you're holding Donald Trump accountable, that you automatically become a Joe Biden fan. This is not the fucking Red Sox and the Yankees. This is our goddamn country. And we are having these stupid ass conversations. So of course we know that Joe Biden introduce the crime bill. We also know that Donald Trump and his family participated greatly in real estate discrimination against black and brown people in New York. We also know that he called for the death penalty for the Central Park Five. We also know that he has participated greatly in racist talk when it comes to Mexican immigrants. We also know that he said that it is okay to grab women by the pussy. So what do you mean by telling us that he that, that Joe Biden proposed a crime bill. Please show me which politician in history has actually been good for people of color, black people in this country. I will wait. Please show me who, unlike Joe Biden, has put forth any legislation, any activations that have been good for people of color, black people in this country. I would love to see what the, the retort to that is, because telling me that Joe Biden authored a crime bill, that Kamala Harris did what everybody knows that she's done, holding Kamala even to a higher standard than you do these white men for what they do, they've been doing for centuries. I would love for you to point out which politician did something that opposed the crime bill and actually worked in the reverse for black people, people of color in this country. That's what I would like to know. Okay. Cause I understand what Joe Biden has done. I know what the Clinton has done. I know the democratic party has been hurtful to black people in this country, people of color. I get it. I am not disputing any of this, but when we're talking about yes, Lincoln freed the slaves, John, that's absolutely correct. And he did it. It was not a humanitarian act. It was a movement that he did it for profit and he did it to better the country that did not include increasing or bettering the conditions of black people in this country. It was not a humanitarian act. Lyndon Bay Johnson did not have the highest regard for black people and still and still acted in the best interest of black people because he was acting in the best interest of what he thought was America and beyond that politics. PSA of all the bullshit Trump has done. Please 
tell me what Donald Trump has done to improve the conditions of Latinos, Latinx, Black people in this country. I don't want to hear about wealthy people. Don't mention Oprah, Goya. Tell me who, if you are Cuban and you support Donald Trump and you are in a, if it's because of taxes, whatever it is, when white supremacists speak against uh, the people in this country that they hate, I want you to know that you are included in that. They do not look at Cuban people and say they're one of us. They say they're the better of that group. And if you have never talked to people from the KKK, which I've interviewed a Grand Dragon, and I will, I can tell you that they don't like your ass either. So please tell me, I would love to know which politician has improved the conditions of black people, people of color in this country. Onward and forward. The Proud Boys, people at Puerto Rican on my page, you don't know what the Proud Boys are. There's a Puerto Rican that was a member of the Proud Boys. There are Puerto Ricans who are white. Yes, there are Puerto Ricans who are white, Cubans who are white. They assimilate into white culture and they participate in the oppression of their own people. There was a Puerto Rican in the car who beat up the, I mean, a Puerto Rican who participated in ble beating up that black man in Charlottesville. We're, and 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 there are Puerto Ricans. And guess what? I heard there are black people as members of the Proud Boys. Let me tell you what. Tell me during slavery, if there were not black people helping the masters capture some of the slaves. Don't use that as an example to tell me that they wouldn't utilize your own to do harm and damage to your own. I don't give a shit about the Proud Boys. They can exist all they want. What I do give a shit about is the president of the United States giving them a pass. That is a problem. I, don't tell me that you can name them. Tell me that who they are. Give me the names. I want to know who they are. All right. So this is what I'm saying. I'm not I, I am not a Joe Biden fanatic. That is what we need to understand here. I can point out the shit they both do wrong because I am not a fanatic. When I vote, I vote issues and policies to make the conditions better for my people in this country who have contributed so much and gotten so little. That is me as a Latina woman. Now take it one further to the black people who are the descendants of the slaves in this country who built all this shit, made, created so much wealth, and now you can watch on every moment of the day, one getting murdered and on YouTube. But you can't say certain things but you can watch black people get killed. Miss me with that. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the Proud Boys that were established in 2016. That seems like a coincidence. They haven't been around for 20 years. They haven't been. They came around when Donald Trump came around, right? Because Donald Trump emboldened the spirit of white men in this country and, and contributed to the feeling that they're being marginalized because other people who have been under their thumb forever are asking for equality, equ equity, and justice in this country. So now you have all of these far-right men, right? All of these far-right men who are show up are violent. They hate Jews. They hate gays. They hate trans. They hate Latinx people. They hate immigrants. They hate Black people. They hate women. 
He has emboldened that with his speech. All, all, so many of the things that he has said that he has snuck out in all of these moments publicly being able to say the immigrants that come here are rapists and murderers. The, the, the things that that's my African-American normalizing, normalizing the public speaking of hatred against marginalized people in this country. Now, I am not saying that that hatred has not been here because it's been here, it is embedded in the DNA of this country. But Donald Trump has emboldened people into believing that they can still go out and get in the faces of people who are marginalized, black people, indigenous people, Latinx people, gay people, and tell them what they think about them, bully them without consequences. That is what Donald Trump has emboldened. That is the envy that these people have when they see him. I, I, that's my guy. Who, who has any type of humanity, integrity, or class would pay attention to this man and say, that's my guy. The only people who can identify with that are the ones who feel that they are being pushed into a corner by minorities because they hate minorities. They are not willing to give up their privilege to create way for equality for others. And that is what I have to say. You cannot tell me that economics is at the top of the list because if we really get into the economics of what Donald Trump has done in this country on the, the tale of Barack Obama and his administration, like let's just, just you, you, you're talking about a person who jumped into a car that already has some gas in it and told you he was going to get you there and you believe him. Listen, I don't think Joe Biden is exemplary by any stretch. And this is not what this is about. But when you hear somebody constantly attacking our democracy, secretly talking shit about black people, secretly talking about the evangelicals who support him blindly, then if he don't give a fuck about those people who are licking his ass, what makes your monkey ass think he gives a fuck about you? That's what I got to say. I'm talking to all the evangelicals, all of y'all, every single one of y'all. I'm not talking about black people. I'm not talking about white people. I'm not talking about Latinx people, indigenous people. I'm talking about all of y'all, every single one of y'all. What makes you think he is thinking about you when he talks shit about all of the people who are not part of his elite group? Tell me, I just wanna know. When you see these women jumping up and down for Donald Trump, these white women jumping up and down for Donald Trump. You know why? Because Donald Trump said, I'm going to keep all these people out of your neighborhoods. I'm going to make sure that your neighborhood is safe. I'm going to make sure you have what you need. I'm going to make sure y'all get the best tax breaks. I'm going to make sure that all of them go. He's a con artist. How much money did y'all spend? I talked about this in my stand up years ago. Y'all put all this money behind Donald Trump because he promised you a wall. First, he told you Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Mexico said, nah. Then they, the companies that they employed to build that wall, they asked Mexican people 
who were the workers to build a wall to keep their own people out. And you wonder why the wall is on life support. The wall is on life support because it's some bullshit. How are you going to ask? This is the bullshit. It's all a con. It is a con. Where is the wall? It is 2020. What? Where is the wall? Where is it? So I, all of y'all keep, you know, you keep coming at me telling me that I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a sycophant, that I love Joe Biden and that I'm blind and Trump has done a lot for black people. None of them have. None of them have. Is this a lesser of two evils at this moment? Yes. You know why? Because Donald Trump been stumping uh, with Putin. He been kicking it with Kim Jong-un. He has dictatorship envy, dick envy as well. And he is going to try to turn this country into a dictatorship, an authoritarian state. They all been trying to do it for a long time, right? You read all the books, 1984, Pale Horse, uh, Kurt Vonnegut wrote about it. We've read them all. We know. We already know. But Donald Trump is not just trying to turn this into the, the new world order that they're trying to do for profit where we're the cattle. He wants to run the whole show and he doesn't want you to have a voice. He wants to condemn uh, media that speaks against him. Where they do that at? They do that at Ru in Russia. He wants to control who gets to ask the questions. Where they do that at? They do that in Cuba. Right? So what I'm trying to tell you is listen and pay attention to the language. He doesn't, he won't believe the election. He will not believe the election uh, results beyond the day of the election. You know why? Because he doesn't feel comfortable because he believed the results of the last election, right? He believed the results of the last election that declared him the president of the United States. Man, I don't, I don't, listen, I don't think any of them are uh, possible. I mean, I don't think any of them are designed to, any of them are here to improve the conditions of people of color, black people in America. Now, I'm not telling you that. But what I'm telling you is that one of them is directly targeting, targeting the process that has been in place and then said, yes. What did he say? Yes, I do plan on the Supreme Court justice, the Supreme Court to make this decision. I hope that it doesn't have to come to that. That means if I win, right, if I get it. So, Amanda, I don't know who you're talking to, but if you're asking me if I'm dumb, I mean, maybe you should expand on what you're saying so that you don't sound dumb, because I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, I'm not one. I'm, this ain't CNN. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all feelings. If you come at me, we going at this because this is the bullshit. This is the reason. And this is my next point. When Joe Biden called... Donald Trump a clown. When Joe Biden said to Donald Trump to shut up, all of the news, a lot of the headlines were like, this was a circus. Joe, but they both behaved immaturely. You know, what's funny is that nobody ever holds the person who starts the issue accountable when you are able to say that they both were behaving immaturely. That man attacked Joe Biden's dead son. 
He continuously interrupted him. He bullied the moderator. When the man reacted, now he's wrong. You know why? Because these people who are of this thinking, and I'm not going to relegate it to a political party or an ideology. These people who have this mentality that we are the ones who are entitled to it all and none of y'all else are, don't believe that you are supposed to pop back. They're supposed, they can, they can say whatever they want to say to you. That's the problem with the Democratic Party. That's why they've lost so much respect because they're always trying to be self-righteous and take the high road and they don't know how to fucking pop back. And the problem is that those people were, are willing to double down and do whatever it takes in order for them to have power. Because at the end of the day, this is about power for them. They will do whatever it takes to have power. And what are we doing? Oh, we we are we don't want to get canceled. We don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to go off. We don't want to look stupid. We don't want to look immature. We don't want to look emotional. Well, I need to see some emotion. I need to see some passion. I need to see somebody who is willing to fight by any means necessary for the well-being of my children. I need to see that. I need to see people that are willing to go to battle because at this point, them punching on you constantly and you turning the other cheek so that they can punch the other cheek, we've had enough. Everybody is not going to sit around and allow people to bully them. So when he says, stand back, stand by, I was told that's cold for something. I don't know what it means. I'll tell you what it means. You are not going to continue to, to move people of color, marginalized people in this country, black people in this country by fear. You did it for generations and for generations it worked. That shit is not going to continue. You can only bully people, but for so long. I'll hold the dogs back, but if, as long as I get what I want, that's not working for some of us. Everybody here, you know, people are like, oh, you're inciting violence. You're condoning violence. No, I'm not. I am inciting self-defense. I am condoning self-defense. If you want to address the violence, then you address the perpetrator of the violence, not the person who defends themselves. That is the That has become such a talking point in this country. It has become acceptable. You guys hate Lorena Bobbitt because she cut that man's penis off. But when he was beating her ass, nobody wanted to take that man to task. That is the problem that we have in this country. And listen, I don't know the intricacies of that case, or I don't know what happened in that house, but you know what I'm talking about. You continuously tell people of color by messaging that it is okay for them to get murdered, to get beaten, to get mistreated all the time. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Instagram. You people jack off to it. You post it. You share it. Oh my God, this is atrocious. I can't believe this is happening. Why can't you believe it's happening? It's been happening forever. The country was built on it. Why are you shocked to see the shit that's been happening forever in this country? Please tell me why you're shocked. Now you want to be shocked when a motherfucker punches you in your mouth when you call them the N-word or when you call them the F-word or when you try to mistreat them or you push them and they push you back. You touch their bodies because you can think you think you can touch black and brown bodies because that's what you've been doing forever and it's been okay. Well, it's not okay anymore. The last thing that I want is violence. The last thing that I want is violence. But I am not afraid. I am not afraid for us to defend ourselves. 
And that's what I'm talking about, man. It's just, we always try to take this high road. They kill all these people in a black church. What's the first thing they ask the black people who just watch their people, their families get murdered? Do you forgive them? Why? You don't ask anybody else that. So when Joe Biden said, no, you clown, shut it up. Then now you want to criticize him, but he got bullied the whole time. And you're not going to ask him to stop with the bullshit? Listen, um, all of these people that came about, they talked about Antifa, the anti-fascist group. Now this group is a terrorist group. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. Let's just talk about it. Black Lives Matter is an ideology and a group. We've talked about this before. It's an organization and an ideology. To conflate the two is racist, is to do a disservice to the people who are crying the endless cries that Black Lives Matter in this country. Now, that being said, the organization, I have, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know the bylaws. I don't know who the members are. I don't know who the owners are. I haven't seen the books. I cannot speak for the Black Lives Matter organization. But the Black Lives Matter ideology is not terroristic. Saying that Black Lives Matter, that Black people should have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is supposedly granted to them in this country, it is not terrorism. And if it is, that means you are a racist and you don't believe that Black people deserve to have a peaceful, fruitful life in this country. And if you don't believe that, then your ideology directly conflicts with those of us who believe that they do. Point blank, period. That's it. No more on that. We're not having that conversation anymore. I have another video for you. Specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing right. extremist groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Sure, are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, but do it? But I, would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right so wing. So what are you? What are you, you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I, it. Do it. Say it. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White supremacists and right boys, Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing white supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. It's not malicious. That's what his FBI. His okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, then, gonna, you know what? No, no, that, we're, done, we're done, sir. We're moving on to the next. We're moving so what are we doing here now? Right. What are we doing here? We're going to say Antifa is a terrorist organization, but the Proud Boys are not. And 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 listen, if Antifa has shown up, have, have been present to meet the Proud Boys and at their bet and, and raise them one and hit them back, 
Now they are a terrorist organization. Who who is going to go out and stand up for the black proud black and brown protesters who are out there crying and getting tear gas and getting bu rubber bullets, losing eyes? It, who is going to stand up for them? Because it's not law enforcement. Law enforcement is creating way a way for the the white supremacist groups. They're, they they are telling them where the people are going to be. Look at the campaign. Look at the campaign for Kyle Rittenhouse. This young murderer left his state, went to another state to show up at a protest, killed some people. And when they tried to apprehend him, shot some more people. They got campaigns for this dude. This is how much they are willing to double down for what they believe in. And the minute somebody shows up to defend themselves, you know why? Because the left is always talking about being passive, always talking about being intellectual, always talking about taking the high road, always talking about being above, always talking about how they are not going to allow themselves to get caught up in that. Well, who is then? Because they're not listening to your intellect. They busting you upside the head. Now, he was unwilling. Actually, I don't have to tell you because his own people are telling you. Rick Santorum said in his own words that Donald Trump does not like to condemn the people who support him and then went on and doubled down and told you who those people were. Here it is. Let's ask those two questions, not Joe Biden. It was Chris Wallace who asked those two yes, questions. He and, he asked, and he asked him for a reason, because he asked two questions where he was asking the president to do something that he knows the president doesn't like to do. Which is? Which is say something bad about people who support him, right? What, declining and, violence? It, well, well, talking about... The, the white supremacy? His, his, yeah, the white supremacists, number one. And number two... Uh, asking a question about whether he would, he knows the president does, doesn't think this election's fair. So he, he's, he thinks that the president believes that there's this, these, not the absentee voting, which happens in Pennsylvania. So there's no vote fraud in the president's mind going to happen in Pennsylvania. But in these, in these states that mail ballots to you without requesting them, that's where he's focused his attention. And he thinks that's unfair. He thinks it's rampant for fraud. And so he asked him those two things. That he okay, so here we go. The person who just told you is one of his, that's his mans. That's his mans, right? He said it in his own words. He does not like to condemn people who support him. White supremacists, yeah, white supremacists. And Wallace knows that. So why did he ask him that? They're trying to normalize it. They, they've been trying to normalize it for a while. They have been trying to normalize it for a while, right? So now the NFAC goes out there and says, where y'all at? Y'all want to talk shit about the NFAC, but won't talk about what it is in the first place that brought this about to a peaceful people, a country who was founded on violence, Trail of Tears, Boston Tea Party, you name it. They were there. They showed up. They were violent. They have taken everything through aggression, through thievery, through violence. They've taken it all that way. 
anybody who tries to push back is perceived as being less than because we've been indoctrinated to believe that it is okay for them to always continue to be fucking with us. And I am tired of that bullshit. I am talking about it. Listen, you talking about first debate and flipping your own words. In this debate, Biden said, Atifa is an idea, not an organization. Explain that, please. Let's have this discussion. It he explained that in this debate, Trump didn't even call them terrorists. If you discuss in the debate, then you have to be truthful. Um, I am talking about the fact that, I, first of all, this, this is the thing that I'm talking about, that when you say something about Donald Trump, people automatically think that you are supporting Joe Biden. Let me tell you something. I know that Joe Biden is playing the game just as much as Donald Trump is. I just don't think he's as dangerous as Donald Trump is. I don't think uh, Joe Biden calling Antifa an ideology is something that I am supporting here, right? I am telling you that I th that Black Lives Matter is an ideology that Antifa cannot compete with. Talking about the humanity of a group of people who were involuntarily brought to this country and saying that now their lives should matter just like everybody else's and should have always mattered has nothing to do with whether Antifa is an organization or an ideology. And whether, and Joe Biden said that yesterday, I don't know what makes you think that this is me sitting here in defense of Joe Biden because I am saying, that when people like Antifa show up to defend these people, whether you want to call them an ideology or an ideology or an organization, I'm saying, why are we condemning that and not condemning the continuous abuse of the people of color who are, are begging for their lives to matter in this country? I'm not telling, I am not in any way talking about the fact that Joe Biden saying that Antifa was an ideology, I'm not skipping over that because I don't agree with Joe Biden's approach either. Oh, Joe Biden does not support a Green New Deal. He supports the Biden deal. He doesn't support uh, health care for all. So I'm, I'm not sitting here. This is not a, an endorsement hour uh, to, to jump um, pump for Joe Biden. What I'm saying right now is we are in a state of an emergency when our country... It, when our the leader of the free world is saying to America, I don't want to condemn white supremacists. So what do we do? How do we deal with this? How do we deal with this? What are we supposed to tell the people, right? Because the, the people who are suffering do not hang with Donald Trump. So tell me, what are we supposed to do? There's another video that I'd like to show. I don't know who the Proud Boys are. I mean, you'll have to give me a definition because I really don't know who they are. I can only say they have to stand down, let law enforcement do their work. Law enforcement will do the work more and more. As people see how bad this radical liberal Democrat movement is and how weak, the law enforcement's gonna come back stronger and stronger. But again, I don't know who Proud Boys are, but whoever they are, they have to stand down, let law enforcement do their work. So he does know who the Proud Boys are, because if he didn't know who the Proud Boys are, then why would he think that they are out there trying to do law enforcement's work? So 
in addition to all the other lies that he told, because he's been lying and lying and lying, like the, the, at what point do we say, um, <laughs> listen, at what point do we say that pe these are trolls? And I know that these are trolls because Lynette Gonzalez cannot possibly be serious about calling the Black Lives Matter organization a communist organization when your last name is Gonzalez. So you are probably of Latin ex descent. That means that there are people in your community, whether you are from Cuba, Peru, Argentina to Chile, black people. And what Black Lives Matter, the ideology, ideology stands for is for Black Lives Matter, that Black Lives Matter. I just said a few minutes ago, and maybe you didn't hear because maybe your attention span is not here, or maybe you're paying attention to more than one thing, is that the ideology that Black Lives Matter and the organization, two different things. I am not endorsing the organization. I don't have any clue about those the intricacies of that organization. But do I believe that Black human lives matter in this country? Yes, and you should too. And if you don't, you're either a self-hating uh, person of color or a white Latino that's racist. Boom, that's it. There are no, two, no more options. Um, I did want to... Uh, address some of the content, the, the the comments, because I do want this to maintain its interactive nature. And I would love to have a conversation with the audience because you guys and women and uh, non-binary people and trans people and indigenous people and black people and gay people and Latinos and Latinx and immigrants show up for me. So I'm not beyond not knowing. I am learning on a daily basis, but I'm not going to sit here and let Lynette or anybody else tell me that that, is, that Black Lives Matter, the ideologist, the ideology is communist, especially when I grew up in a house with a man who raised me, who was a political prisoner in Cuba and very well explained to me what it was like to live in a communist country where I have sent medication to Cuba, to people in Cuba, because they don't have access to them. So please don't tell me about what a, what a communist organization looks like in America, because that is the, the those are the talking points that are given to people who don't read and are not informed and are not going to get the information. And they are letting these uh, puppets in Hollywood tell you that Black Lives Matter is a communist organization because it's very profitable for Black lives not to matter because funeral homes and uh, death is very profitable. Prison is very profitable. Poverty is profitable. Marginalization is profitable. So that is why you have people trying to misguide you as to why Black lives shouldn't matter because it is very profitable. They've been profiting from black people since they stole them from Africa. And it has been such a big business that now you gawk at these billionaires who've all become billionaires from wealth that's been passed down from generations from the work of our ancestors. And now they wanna tell you, hey, these people wanna live, they wanna live in peace. And that, 
that's some communist shit. And your dumb ass just accepted that as a belief. And then you walk around telling other people and you probably around 10 motherfuckers who think like you and all y'all dumb because don't none of y'all know what communism really is. That's how I'm feeling today. Anybody else? Um, hmm. Got it. And a lot of these people are trolls, but the, the great thing about the trolls is that they speak the points that a lot of these people who support this foolishness speak. So when we talk about it and I address it, maybe that's a troll or a bot. But the people who believe that bullshit, <laughs> who are listening, will get some information that they might need. Um, and do we have another video, Irina? No. Okay. So this is what I wanted to say. Pay attention to the politicians. Make sure that they answer your questions. These, this is not just a presidential debate. This is a, a presidential election. There are a lot of things on that ballot that affect your daily life. There are a lot of these um, initiatives to make your lives better. There is, there is a proposition to try to get uh, money to keep people housed in states like California and other where the rents are really high. We have an, a pandemic that's been going on forever in homelessness. Don't let them but make you believe that COVID-19 is the only pandemic. Poverty, high rents, no, no, people are not getting a living wage. These things that they keep telling you are communist or socialist, no. The socialism that exists here is only to benefit the people that you get to watch on television tell you how these things don't benefit you, but they benefit them. All right. These senators, these Congress people, they get to send their kids to the best schools. They have the best health care. You pay your taxes. You pay more taxes than the president of the United States. They take that money. Check out the roads in your neighborhood. How long have the roads been like that? Misappropriation of funds constantly. Gentrification is racism and it is systemic. Moving people into your neighborhoods, taking away the little bit of that was yours away from you, raising the rents. You're not making enough money. You can't even go to the doctor because you cannot afford it. This is America built, built by 400 years of free labor. And y'all still cannot give a motherfucker a roof over their head, a decent job, and some goddamn insulin when they have diabetes. But you got missiles, you got bombs. You can pull out a robot bomb in Texas when a black man shoots a police officer, but you don't have money to provide health care and housing for the very veterans that go overseas and fight to destabilize the countries of the people who then later try to migrate here because we fuck up their country so bad. And then when you talk about this shit, all of a sudden you are a communist because in America, anybody who speaks up against her, anybody who says this is not okay, we are getting fucked, gets labeled a communist and everybody shakes and everybody runs. And now we don't have the conversation anymore. Well, I'm not afraid of it. You can call me a communist all you want. I know who I am. 
my aunt lives in a communist country. My father lives in a third world country. You're not going to tell me about this because I actually have stepped outside of the United States into all parts of the world. I've been to Africa. I've been to the Middle East. I've been to Palestine. I've been all over the world. So I'm not going to let you tell me about the conditions of people of darker hues all over the world because you can't tell me that. Now, that's not me bragging. That's me telling you I will take my pennies and go see about my people in other parts of the world because believe it or not, we're all connected. Now, I'm not going to let, I, I, so you can't shake me with the communist bullshit. I know a dictatorship when I see one and they trying to set one of this, that motherfucker in right now. Donald Trump acquired information. He's probably, you saw Lindsey Graham speak out against him, shitting on him. Then all of a sudden on his nutsack. What is going on with these politicians who hated Donald Trump and all of a sudden are his sycophants? You need to understand and learn why. Find out why. Follow the money. Follow the betrayal. Follow the blackmail. And you will understand what is happening. And we, they're going to say, oh, this is a conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. This ain't no goddamn conspiracy theory. What's happening in America is happening before your very own eyes. You can take note or you can go listen to a Kanye speech or find out what lipstick the Kardashians are doing or go eat the nearest Big Mac. Whatever all the distractions that they got to keep you busy while they fuck us all in the ass. Have a good day.